Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 8, Chapter 93. At the beginning of the year of Christ, 1567, a new storm blew up against Philip and his companions. For there were plenty of people who were suspicious about our institute and schemed day and night to put an end to it. However, despite the vehemence of those who opposed our work, God assisted us. And all the schemes of our enemies came to nothing. I think it was in the same year that a teenager called Giovanni Battista Crescio was suffering violently from ophthalmia and had such a flow of hot tears that he could not bear either a draft or any light. When he had been suffering from this complaint for many days, the doctors decided that the youth could only be helped by cautery. However, his uncle Giovanni disapproved of this treatment and brought Giovanni Battista to Philip. Here is my sister's son who has bad eyes, he said, and he begs you to pray to God for him. Philip listened to this and placed his hands over the affected part at once. From this disease, he said, you shall be free. He began to feel better at once. And after a few days, with no extra medical attention, he quite recovered his previous health. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide, amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Unfortunately, Saint Philip Neri burned all of his personal papers, all of his letters, all of his diaries, all of his own poetry, his private prayers. And so much of the personal testimony of his own interior life and what it was like has been lost. Now, it's unfortunate for us in a way because there's so many things that we would like to know about St. Philip. And there's so many things that only letters and diaries can reveal to us. But St. Philip didn't want us to have access to that, partly because, as he himself said, what we know about the saints is the least part of them. We know external things. We know the way in which things happen to them, but their interior life, the interior relationship they have with the Lord, the way in which the Lord made use of them, all of that, even if we have letters and things, it doesn't give us a full account. 
And St. Philip wants to just remind us that there is so much about the saints and also there's so much about our own spiritual lives that's hidden from us. On the other hand, we can use the testimonies of other saints to understand St. Philip. For example, Padre Pio. Padre Pio died, St. Pio of Petrocina died in 1968. We have lots of eyewitness testimonies, but we also have a lot of his own account of what happened to him. And one of the accounts that he gave to one of his friends dealt with a woman, an actress who he could not heal. Padre Pio was healing people, just like this story we hear of St. Philip Knight, healing this boy with the blind, the eye troubles, the inflammation of his eye. St. Philip said, you will be healed, you shall be free, and he was. Now, Padre Pio would do things like that too, but sometimes he couldn't do the miracle. And he, we know that Padre Pio would complain to our Lord later on, why didn't you let me do that? Why, did, why was your power not available for this? Wouldn't it have been good to do this? In other words, Padre Pio knew that the Lord had given him this gift of healing, and he was willing to exercise it for those who needed it, those for whom it would be good. And that awareness in Padre Pio, that he had this gift from the Lord for the good of other people, gives us some insight, and I think a very probable insight, into St. Philip's own experience. That when people came to him, he was very much like St. Padre Pio. He had this gift of healing. He could do it. And, and, but he always knew that it was the Lord who was doing it through him. Saints do not do miracles on their own. Saints do miracles, healings, because they've received something from the Lord. Now, even though St. Philip was a saint, even though Padre Pio was a saint, they both underwent great persecutions. There were years when St. Philip was under a cloud of suspicion. There were years when Padre Pio was under suspicion. There were times that both of them could not say mass in public. There were times that both of them could not hear confessions in public. There were times when bishops for, were telling people that they were not to be trusted. So let us not be afraid of some storms that might come our way. Just because there's some opposition, just because some people don't trust us, just because some people are suspicious, that doesn't mean we're not on the right track. So let us ask the Lord tonight to give us the humility to rely not on ourselves, but on him. Let's ask for the grace to keep our eyes on the Lord. And if we're serving him, then deep in our souls, we can be at peace. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.